Hi, today is July 24th, 2021. Welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast of ThetaGame.com. <laughs> I'm your host, Judy, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions. Anything said in this podcast, future podcast, should not be because of financial advice. I have stock positions, and I think in NVIDIA. Thank you. <laughs> I am... I am beyond tired right now. Um, very long week, but this isn't the podcast where I just complain into a microphone, so I'll just tell you what's up. Um, there are some big events in my life happening uh, right as we speak. Um, that has to do with like my career, uh, like professional career, not like Theta Game career, although that is also professional, but um, it's just my nine to five career like a lot of things are happening at the moment and a lot of decisions are being made um so that's just led to uh another series of events that i've had to deal with this like last uh, past like week and a half uh and then to top it all off um with all that being squared away uh just waiting for some results and feedback now um i just got done uh with a brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament uh do, you know, typically you show up to these things, you're guaranteed like two matches and it's a good time. Uh, today I had six. <laughs> I had I had six matches. And if you don't know, right, like you might think like, oh, Junior, it's just like five minute rounds, just six times. Like that's, that's like, that's no big deal. Um, well, being a blue belt now, first of all, it's six minutes each round. Um, but wow, it is killer. I've never had to do this many rounds uh in one tournament uh and it definitely pushed me to the limits um and i won five out of six uh and i ended up getting second place so shout out to uh, i think his first name is simon to uh for coming in first place he got me in a kimura um i had passed his guard and this is getting a little bit into the ula bula or the uh you know some viewers might not know what I'm talking about, but just for BJJ fans, because I know some BJJ people are also listening. He got me a Kimura, uh, and I passed his guard. And as I was going to side control, I he while he had the Kimura grip, I just I blanked out. I was just tired. Um, I wasn't thinking straight, and he put he got the Kimura behind me and yeeted it uh, to oblivion. And so uh, I had an ice pack on, and then that wasn't even my last round either. So. It was, it was just a whole lot. Every time I compete, I always get these nerves. I get this anxiety. I always think like, oh, you know, I'm so trash. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not, what if I don't win any of them today? Like, well, are people going to think I'm dumb or are people are thinking I'm bad? And it's, it's this type of mentality that's just consistent with everything else that I do. It's like a lot of people, when they want to start a podcast, might think, oh, you know, what if, what if people think what I'm talking about is dumb? Or what if people don't care about what I think? It's not about what other people think. It's you getting in front of a microphone and talking about what you want to talk. And if anybody listens, that's great. That's a bonus. Do the podcast for yourself. Do your hobbies for yourself. Don't try to impress other people. Don't try to do anything. Just focus on yourself. You you deserve the, uh, the fun that comes with uh, getting into a new hobby. Um, but also just the the growth that you get from just like getting better at your hobby. And so, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is just one of my many hobbies that, you know, keeps me from feeling as sad as I normally do, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it if you have not thought about it. If you have thought about it and you, you've always been on the fence, this is your sign. Right now, go type in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu on Google, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu near me. 
call the gym, ask if they have a trial membership. They probably do, and you'll get three days for free. Go in, get beat up, love the process, and then, uh, yeah, email me about it. And I mean, also something to note is that, like, I'm recording this, like, right when I got home. I got home, I took a shower, uh, and my girlfriend uh, ordered me Chipotle delivery because uh, I actually haven't eaten, like, all day. Uh, I prefer not to eat before I compete. Uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of waiting for the Chipotle to come in. I'm, that's why I'm talking a little bit fast in case that the Chipotle gets here before the recording's finished, so I don't have to just like smell the Chipotle in my room while I record. Because uh, I also don't like eating while I work. It's like a very precious time to me, so I just finish the work first. Um, but anyway, uh, I had a very thoughtful email, uh, a few thoughtful emails actually come in um, after I had talked about the, the Roth IRA. Some people... Um, are uh, you know advocating for you know what he, this is an email from Zach he talks about a like mega backdoor Roth uh, we will talk about this some other time Zach thank you for writing in we'll definitely just like dedicate probably an episode to this um, but I want to bring up a email uh, about the IRA stuff that I talked about last week um, an email that disagrees with my opinion and i say like this is absolutely the best way to disagree with someone and to let someone know that they disagree because you know i get i get a very good handful of emails also just saying that oh junior you're dumb like why would you do this or why would you say that or why at this specific timestamp, why do you say this but then they don't understand that i like sum it up at the end of why i said it that way or all that all that uh jazz so Ethan, uh, thank you for writing in uh, the episode, or the not the episode, the email says, uh, Hey Junie, big fan of the show, first time writing in. I have to say I respectfully disagree with your advice on how to use IRAs versus taxable accounts. Assuming one has self-control, which is a big assumption I know, an IRA is actually the better place to run theta gain strategies. Premium earned from selling options is taxed as short-term gains. Selling options in an IRA is not subject to any tax. Long-term investments in a tax account, while also great in an IRA, don't suffer as much from taxes as selling premium because they will be taxed as long-term gains. Personally, I do long-term investing in my taxable account and the majority of my IRA, or I guess he meant to say in the majority of my IRA. Uh, however, I also run Theta Gang in a small portion of my IRA and a result, uh, result no taxes on selling options. Keep up the great work. Hope I explain myself well enough. Ethan. First things first, Ethan, thank you for writing in. Um, and also just like being so respectful and just like, I, 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 you definitely explained yourself well enough. Um, just as a, you know, uh, a response from me, uh, from this is you start off your second sentence. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not the type of person to like pick and choose what I really like respond to. I think your overall, everything that you said is true. So I'm not going to like pick and choose like one argument and say that your entire argument is invalid. Because I think what you talk about, you know, having and doing a dating strategy in your IRA to not get taxed is a good thing, right? I wish I had maybe done that. I didn't trust myself at the time uh, for like last year when I got plus 50% gains. And then um, for my uh, for my taxes, I had to pay somewhere around I believe like 25k just for my individual tax portfolio, so it was it was a lot, and so I definitely I definitely can empathize. <clears throat> Sorry for my voice going out. That's from me getting like choked all day basically. Um, uh, you mentioned assuming one has self control, 
Uh, but you do put in parentheses, which is a big assumption, I know. That is the one reason and the only reason why I suggest people do not trade in their IRA, right? Um, previously, if I talked about an IRA, I'll talk about it in a, in a sense where I want you just to put in the $6,000 and put it in basically the safest thing possible and don't do any active trading in there. Um, you do mention assuming one has self-control, but I also want to say like this podcast would not exist if people had self-control. It is, I think, it, it would be irresponsible of me. Not irresponsible of you because you don't... Um, you don't have a podcast episode that you know people listen to about IRAs. You can, you absolutely can, but you don't, but I do. So I have to pick and choose how I demonstrate and how I present these strategies in the safest way possible that I think will have the best benefit uh, in the long run. I agree that uh, gains made in IRAs uh, will not be taxed and that that's a good thing. However, you need to also make gains in the first place, which is what a lot of people struggle with from the get-go. There are a lot of stories that of people that have written in that got got, even doing Thadian strategies that get got. Maybe they sell naked uh, call options on something that's mooned, or they use too much margin on selling too many cash-to-care puts, and they're suddenly assigned hundreds of um, dollars, thousands of dollars worth of stock they don't want. So... You said it yourself, assuming one has self-control and IRAs, the better place to run Theta Gang strategies. It's just the better place in general to trade. It's, theta Gang has nothing to do with this. If you don't want to pay taxes, you should trade in your IRA. But what I like about the IRA and how I frame my mind around it is that that is my nest egg. If, if all the bad things in the world happened and my individual portfolio account went to zero... I can live off my IRA, and that means like an early, um, an early withdrawal. I get penalized, whatever. Um, but just understanding that I won't mess up my IRA doing something beyond my. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to mess up in my IRA. That is my nest egg. If I messed up my IRA, that is a lot of gains. That is, that has vanished, right? Because IRAs, what the best thing about them really is, is you don't pay taxes on them, but they also like compound. Um, that's not my Chipotle, right? Okay, good. <laughs> so um, just keeping your money in your IRA and then having it just grow with the market as you max it out every year is going to be the best bet. If you want to trade within your IRA to say maybe do better than SPY, you should probably try to do better in SPY as an experiment in your individual account, the one that you do get taxed in. Let your money grow at a safe pace and have it be the stress-free environment in where you um, you know, uh, just put your money in, where you park your money in. Uh, if you find yourself that you, know, you really want to be uh, tax-free and make your gains tax-free, uh, you also just realize that you also have to keep your uh, the money that you make in your IRA in there, unless if you want the withdrawal penalty too. So be careful, be careful, right? I can definitely just talk ins and outs of just how much an IRA is better than an individual portfolio, which I have. Uh, I've mentioned that uh, IRAs are so good that they have a limit. So uh, we're in agreement here, Ethan. Uh, it's, it's just the only difference between uh, you and me is that like I want to be absolutely safe and be the uh, be the person to like w what's 
what's the word to uh, I want to manage expectations I don't want people to go uh, gunslinging six thousand dollars into an IRA and buy call options with that because what happens if that 6k goes to zero well you already met your six thousand dollar contribution for the year you're out so there's a lot of things to talk about and I don't want to get too far into it just because this isn't the episode topic of today but Ethan thank you for you know giving me something to uh, talk about uh, for the earlier section of the podcast and thank you for writing in. This is how you disagree with someone. You you say you disagree, you state your stance and maybe you give a few points, some really good points uh, and then you know maybe you like end it with some sort of like compliment. It's like that sandwich thing. You talk about something good, you say the bad and you end it with the good. Like the, Ethan has the soft skills down of just writing emails so I, I appreciate that a ton. All right, uh, Junie is trying to not pass out, so let's get into the earnings uh, section here. Uh, first time going out to Twitter today. Today is the is the Saturday, uh, and I got a few more followers. That's pretty cool. Okay, okay, here we go. Wow, this is a packed week. All right, before open on Monday, you have Lockheed Martin and Hasbro. Uh, after close on Monday, you have Tesla. Oh my God, uh, and then you got Logitech after close on Monday as well. Before open on Tuesday, you have UPS, uh, Honeywell, 3M, Raytheon Technologies, JetBlue, Waste Management. Wow, this is loaded. After close on Tuesday, you have Apple, AMD, Microsoft, Alpha, uh, Google, uh, Visa, Teladoc, Starbucks, uh, QuantumScape. Oh, I wonder how QuantumScape is doing. Uh, before open on Wednesday, wow, this week is nuts. Uh, it's uh, We got Boeing, Shopify, Pfizer, Tilray, McDonald's, Spotify, and Tiva. After close on Wednesday, you have Facebook, Ford, PayPal, Qualcomm, uh, and ServiceNow. Before open on Thursday, you have MasterCard, Altria, and Yum Brands. After close on Thursday, you have Amazon, Pinterest, Twilio, Gilead, and Upwork, as well as T-Mobile. And then before open on Friday, you have Caterpillar, ExxonMobil, Procter & Gamble, uh, and Chevron, you know, and you know what else would be cool is like, if there was a section or even another podcast, like if any of you want to take this idea and just run with it, uh, you should start a podcast where you just guess the earnings whispers and maybe like you just guess the outcome uh, and pick some strikes, and you just record your guesses. Um, and then it could be like the earnings are dangerous podcast. I, I don't know. It's just something. Because something, most people are still finding out that no matter what, even if a company goes up, uh, the stock price can still go down. I mean, just for a multitude of reasons. But, oh, how do we how do we dissect this thing? There's so many. There's defense companies reporting this week. You have Lockheed Martin and Raytheon and Boeing. Um, you know, they create, some of them create planes, but um, all of them create missiles. Um, uh, you have a lot of tech companies reporting. Um, you got Tesla, AMD, uh, Amazon, uh, Spotify. There's just a lot of tech companies. Um, but I don't have really much to say about those beyond that's just tech. So uh, Hasbro, uh, the maker of Magic the Gathering Arena, uh, it'd be interesting to see how magic the gathering arena is doing from hasbro's point of view um what else what else amazon uh amazon and shopify shopify being at the 1500 mark uh seems like a pretty cool place to write puts for a cash to cure put if you wanted a shopify position 
Um, but I mean, that comes with a lot of risk. Don't do it if it's gonna put you 100% in. Also, just don't do it at all because if you listen to anything on this podcast, you're going to lose money, especially if it's um, these words of wisdom from me. Like, don't, don't, don't do that 1500 uh, cash put it. That's gonna, that's gonna hurt. Um, what else? I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just really excited. Um, uh, just seeing how everyone reports UPS. I'd like to see if the packages numbers go up, like where are packages at right now? Like is the quarantine amount packages still consistent with just everyone that's been returning to home or been returning to work? Like are packages and shipping still, um, a big, uh, uh, is there a lot of like demand for shipping, I guess. Is there still a crazy amount of demand? Um, that is, I think that's it. Oh, sorry, my bad. No, and one more, like Ford. Like Ford earnings. Um, Ford being at the, like the $13, $14 mark. Um, I mean, my friend um, that's pretty close to me is it, the Ford guy. Like uh, he, I'm known as like the NVIDIA guy. Uh, he's uh, known as like the Ford guy. Um, it'll be interesting to see where Ford goes, uh, and I'll probably I'll try to get a try to get a a uh, a some due diligence from him at one point, and then give it on the stream. I think that'll be fun having him come on, or maybe it's like a podcast episode. Um, but yeah, earnings are dangerous. You're going to lose money eventually when you play them. If you win on your first one and you say, ha ha, Junie, look, I made money on earnings, like congrats. But like try to repeat that like 10 more times and then like tell me like, ha ha, Junie, I, I played earnings. So um, yeah, just be extremely careful. And I am rooting for you. If you do make money, I'm not mad. I'm actually like happy for you. It's when you get got and when you're sad and if you and when you want to quit trading, that's when I get sad because it's like, wow, dang, you know, like we're we're losing someone that has like the passion to make their money work for them. Like it's actually a cool thing, like that that type of mentality of just like not keeping your money in a savings account, but like rather investing it is cool. And you might even get there on your own of realizing that by playing earnings. But if you have one really bad earnings, I've seen a lot of my friends just quit. Like they just never touch. Um, stocks, even though they were just playing earning, earnings options, they just don't even touch stocks anymore. They withdrew everything, and um, they're just uh, they're just doing their own thing. So, uh, account for max loss. It can definitely happen to you. And uh, let's get to the next section. Next up, we have the new ThetaGang.com website updates. We have now a dynamic uh, scrolling ticker bar at the top. For most people, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, for the coding people, uh, the top bar, uh, it used to just be hard-coded strings with usernames that were also just hard-coded. They were literally just strings. Now, when um, that scrolling talk, top ticker bar is scrolling, it actually does a request for the patron that are currently a patron, uh, and then um, it just puts their uh, ticker message that scrolls there. So 
and they're also clickable. And that was a feature request by a uh, long-term uh, friend and patron, uh, Slow Motion. So thank you for making that feature request. I do agree that it makes the website just a little bit more navigatable, a little bit more cohesive, so that's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want to use up any more time in, in this section. We'll just go into the next one. We'll, we'll probably talk about the uh, incoming things next podcast when I'm not starving. <laughs> Okay, uh, the Chipotle is finally here, um, but uh, it is what it is. So we're gonna we're gonna finish today's episode. Uh, I've never dedicated an episode to this point that I always make, um, but because I want today's episode to be short, because I'm selfish, because I'm just I'm just starving right now. Um, uh, that we, I just make it to today's topic, and we'll just talk about it possibly more in a, in another maybe part two of this, but. Uh, playing earnings. There is one specific tip that I really, really uh, like to emphasize. And um, it's that if you want to make or play uh, play earnings, it's very, very crucial that you keep it as an earnings play. Um, that means when you buy an option that or sell, but I mean, I, let's be real. Like most people actually just buy options when it comes to earnings times. Um, when you buy an option, if your option expires 30 days uh, after the earnings date, and if it like includes the earnings date in it, um, you're really opening yourself up to uh, holding on to a loser for a long time. Uh, maybe you open up a earnings play for 30 days out and the earnings is actually tomorrow. Uh, and uh, say, for example, uh, the earnings miss and you had buying calls uh, and the stock goes down. What do you do now, right? And some of you, I, I'd say like most people, especially newer people, will hold on to it. They'll say, you know what, um, there's a chance that it can rebound. Uh, this XYZ news is coming out soon. Uh, I'm going to hold on to it. And something that's helped me a long time ago, and this is like even before Theta Gang Days, this is back when I used to play earnings. Um, I didn't, you know, have all the best successes in the world, but I remember, you know, a few times I've played like at V, like like, a, like Activision Blizzard. Um, I've played AMD before, um, which with some of these like pseudo rules that I would have for myself for earnings, because I, you know, back then, I was pretty naive. I just, I wanted to play earnings because it was fun, um, but it was like really the only way I knew how to play options too. So that's like a very dangerous type of uh, mentality. But keeping earnings plays is earning plays. What that means is if you buy a call and the price goes down, that call value uh, drops, not only because the price went down, but because earnings is over. So you got IV crushed, right? There's no more IV left in that, uh, or there is implied volatility left in that option, but it's a lot less. So with that loss, some decision, sometime, uh, sometime you need to make a decision um, of like what you're going to do in case if you've lost. And that's just me talking on this podcast right now is as these earnings are coming up uh, next week, 
I want you to really, really think about if you are buying uh, 30 days out and if it does not work, what are you going to do when it loses? But, oh, but Junie, why are you saying it's, it's going to lose? It's, it's bad luck. Why would you say that? Well, I'm hoping that you win. I'm hoping that it goes up and you make money. But everyone can trade really well when things go up. Well, I'm not going to say that, but like most people can trade really well when things go up, right? There's a lot of people that say, oh, I held too long and then I, it would turn to zero. But keeping earnings plays as earnings plays, once you know the implied volatility has been sapped out after the earnings call uh, and or if the price direction goes in the wrong direction, I would personally close the trade uh, and then mark it down on your theta game profile and just say, I was wrong in the direction. Um, and then that kind of just goes to say like, what is the like long-term goal or short-term goal of you playing uh, earnings? Is it to make this part of a system? Then I would say you absolutely need to have a plan for when you lose because losing is just a part of trading. Like you have to lose eventually. There's no such thing as like, all wins like it's just not possible so for you to only plan for when you win it's not fair to your system because your system should also try its best to um you know basically save you uh when uh the earnings don't go your way which i would think happens 50 50 like 50 percent of the time um so keeping earnings plays as earning plays is a good thing also be very very um cognizant of other companies that are reporting that have your company's same sector or that are in the same sector as the company that you're playing. So for example, if you wanted to, I say this example all the time, if you wanted to play Home Depot, make sure that Lowe's is not reporting uh, before Home Depot. Uh, or if it is, make sure you buy the options after uh, Lowe's. And you might think like, Junie, but you know, I, I see the similarity there why should I wait for Lowe's to finish? And that's because they are in the same sector. And so what what people typically see from um, stock prices is if one company in a given sector uh, goes up, other companies will. And so you will see this with, if AMD gives a very bullish earnings, um, t uh, earnings call and says like, you know, semiconductor demand has not lessened, it's, it's just too much, we need to make more graphics cards and it keeps falling off the shelves, there's a good chance that NVIDIA will also go up and so will uh, possibly Qualcomm or um, just any of these other semiconductor companies. So that's the sector thing, um, not holding it on too long for a loss thing. Um, holding it on for too long for a gain is also a thing, but that's a lot easier of a thing to maintain, and that's definitely something you learn from trial and error. Not saying that other things aren't trial and error, but you holding on to something and then getting burned will definitely wake you up to uh, say, like, next time, especially if it happens in the short term, you will take the gains off the table and you'll be happy with them. Um, one last thing. Um, I don't even know what to call this episode. It's like earnings tips, tips for earnings. I don't know. It's like, whoa, Junie's, Junie's giving tips about earnings. Oh, look at him. He's changing his mind about earnings. Oh, what a hypocrite. <laughs> um, earnings are still incredibly dangerous. Don't play earnings. But if you were to, and I know there's a lot of people that only listen to this podcast just for when I talk about the earnings whispers chart. Um, so this is a shout out to you, you guys and girls, if you make it this far in the podcast. But um you want to, if you're selling options, like one of my favorite things to do is sell the option 
that expires before the week that your stock will report. There are multitude of reasons of why I do it. A few being, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about like get in the stock before the run up, before earnings are in, because a lot of people at the last second get in, right? And so you see this like general wave upwards of people um, getting in. There, this is a double-edged sword, however, because if this run-up happens, that means volatility also happens. And if you're on the short option side or you're writing the option or AKA you're opening a cash-secured put that expires before the expiry date, there is a chance that the volatility increase you know, takes away some of that uh, premium that you've captured already on your cash-secured put. However, if there is a run-up that's significant enough or, uh, yeah, just significant enough, um, good for you that option is expiring before the week that um uh the 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 company is reporting and it went in the correct direction for a cash secure put you want the stock to go up and boom well i can hear some people also be like okay judy well uh what if the stock price goes down well you just got assigned a stock that you potentially wanted to play uh at a lower cost basis than if you had just flat out bought the stock and that's just a common uh, that's just common reason just for cash secured puts in general. So I don't want this to be like an earnings specific point, but it is just an important one. It's like there are just a, there's just like a slight edge for you to sell the cash secured put with the expiring before earnings week. There's this very slight edge. So if you wanted to experiment with it and work on a smaller company and say like Ford that has good implied volatility and um, a low stock price, uh, a wheel right now is like only 1400. I don't wanna use the word only, that's like, that's not, that's not being, uh, that's not being uh, accommodating. I, that's not the right word. It's not being, anyway, anyway, you, you guys and girls, you guys and girls know that like my account started at 3K, whatever, okay, okay. But anyway, 1400 is for Ford. It's a lot cheaper. I think that's what I meant to say. It's like, it's a lot cheaper than other companies, even cheaper than AMD, right? It, it, it is almost crazy to think about like back in the day, you could write AMD for $2,000 for a cash secure put, but now that, that's be, be before my own data game days. Um, yeah. So just those are just those are just a few of the tips that um, that have helped me uh, play earnings, because I know a lot of people um, you know want to maintain this like image of oh I only sell options because uh, I'm elite, uh, it's a better probability of profit. Uh, why why would I want to gamble? But there's a good amount of people that just straight up just have fun playing earnings, and I respect that. If you if you have fun. Try to have fun in the smartest way. Be responsible. Account for max loss. And um, I will see everybody in the outro. Thank you. We are in the end game now, boys and girls. Um, uh, Chipotle is still just waiting. Oh my god! <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitch at Real Thirty Gang, where I stream on Twitter, <laughs> where I stream on Twitch 
at twitch.tv slash realthetagang where I stream at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays. You can follow me on Twitter at realthetagang. Email me at juni at thetagang.com. Thetagang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks. Signing up with Thetagang referral code is a huge help. That's Thetagang, one word, all caps. If you've already used the code, please, 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 please email me. Tastyworks does not let me see your email so I cannot bother you, which I think is a good thing. But if you if you are hearing this and you've uh, used the Theta Gang uh, referral code for Tastyworks and you meet the qualifications, like it's a U.S. account and you deposit 2K, uh, then please email me at juniorthetagang.com. I'd love to get you set up with the perks. Uh, the perks being uh, one month access to my Twitter alerts, um, but also a cherry flair which i think is what most people care about <laughs> um for the website so um that is it i'm just gonna i'm not gonna even press the stop button here we're gonna get some keyboard asmr in um i need to sign into my other account um please just work here we go all right I want to give a shout out to Bingo Bingo, Pocket Change, Andrew ECQ, Mike, Mike D, Slow Motion, Jay Z, and Malop, Johnny Be Good, Can't Make Money, IRL, Empty Cans, Mods, X Galaxy, Mitch Brady 7, Craig Thomas, GJ Wilson, McFly, Statistically Random, Tom Thomas, Mr. Integrity, Drevy, Island Bell, Wheaton, Nah, Cheese, Maltman, 1856, Chivanis, NM, M. Little, Mr. Sneezy, Mano Dundum, Grandpa 95, Gorlami, Tsunami, <laughs> Leo Jetson, Fancy Wolf, Neat the River, Jacinda, Wilkai, Norfest, Fury, Bat Trader, Chicken Dinner, Overslava, Litvin, Arvin, Yukonov, Red Green, Blue, Decentral, Arfman, Lord Scott, the Rodavan, 1986, Lady Reserve, Jester, Crispy Cream Boy, Hermes Kaput, Rescue, AG, and Shifty, and then Sis88. Nice. Okay, so as this really busy week is finally wrapping up, I finished all my life-altering events for the for the Monday through Friday stuff. I finished the probably the hardest tournament I've ever competed at uh, today. Um, I am just internally grateful for the for just the amount of self-reflection I was able to get this past week of like what I want for my future, what I think my future will look like, what I want it to look like for, I don't know, it can change, that can change a little bit later, but, um, but just being grateful. Like I'm, I cannot stress how grateful I am for my patrons that support me and what I do that give me even the options to think about of what I potentially want to do. Um, I work really hard at night, like when my, my girlfriend's just on FaceTime and I'm just like, I see her in the corner of my screen and it's all black. Uh, and I'm like, we work on a Theta Game feature and it's like 3 a.m. and then I like whisper goodnight and then like close, and I close the laptop. It's like, these moments I'm going to remember for like the rest of my life. And the fact that like, I'm saying like a lot, I'm sorry, but just I'm putting in the work and like just i'm investing into my future right now so so hard i want i want this this hunger for growth to like never end i can i can tell that it can get tiring for for even myself at, at some points but this last month has been crazy uh, I mentioned on, I think on the last podcast episode, if I haven't, maybe I only mentioned on stream, but, uh, there will be a midweek episode coming out soon. Just like, it's not going to be talking about stocks. It's probably not going to have an intro. It's just going to be me talking to a microphone and it's just gonna be me talking about like, you know, 
what I've learned, like, building Theta Gang, what I've learned about just, like, saying no and, like, standing up for myself and um, asking for what I want. I'm, I'm going to just, like, leave it all out there. I'm, I'm, I, I want what's best for me. I want also what's best for any of you. I think I relate to a lot of you that listen. I think that's why some of you don't even trade options or stocks, but you you just maybe skip to the end and you listen to the 1% section here. Um, and so just giving, you know, not advice, but just more of like telling my experiences of what I've experienced this last month and maybe if some of the things that I do can help you feel mentally better, happier, um, and all these other positive things that could come of just like self-actualization. That's a scary word, like self-actualization, but having time to reflect and just really think about like where you are in your life and what you want is like i think super important a lot of people can just say you know what i'll think about um doing this next month or you know i'll take a vacation for myself uh you know in, in like three months when it's cooler or whatever you need to protect your mental state you're not going to be on this planet for a long time i'm not going to be on this planet for a long time in the grand scheme of things time goes by really fast so let's try to be as positive as we can going to next week. I hope that any of you that play earnings kill it and make a lot of money. Um, and if you do get got, if you ever feel dire, direly sad and you have no idea where your option positions are, my email is always open and um, uh, you can always just come by the stream and you know talk it out. I'll always make sure no one makes fun of you. It's definitely one of the biggest rules on the, on the stream. It's just like, it's a positive environment for us to learn and ask questions. And uh, yeah, I'm going to eat this Chipotle like I've never eaten in my life. Um, and everyone just have an amazing rest of the weekend. I'm going to relax tomorrow on Sunday. Um, I woke up at 9 for the jiu-jitsu tournament. I came home at 5. And it's 6.45 p.m. right now. I guess I spent like... Uh, Spent like an hour and forty five minutes on this bad boy on this uh on this podcast episode. Oh, but Juni, it's so short. Uh, you're not even trying. Uh, worth the effort. <laughs> and those are the type of people, right? Those are the type of people. But anyway, everyone just have an amazing week. Uh, you are appreciated. You are loved. Someone out there loves you. If you don't think anyone else out there loves you, I for sure love you. Like, just make sure you have your mental space checked. Let's get it. Let's see everyone on the Tuesday live stream. I appreciate everyone for being there. And bye-bye.